Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast studio in Schenectady, New York. It's another college hockey-centric podcast. I'm going to clean out the vault. I have an interview with Tom Richter that I conducted back in September. And, of course, Tom Richter is the son of New York, former New York Rangers goaltender and Stanley Cup champion Mike Richter. And I'll go around ECAC hockey, what happened last week, and some interesting results, and look ahead to this weekend's action. First up, I'm going to talk with Josh Kosak, the Union Hockey Team Captain. And if you read my story in Tuesday's Daily Gazette and online at dailygazette.com, uh, you read that Josh is uh, for, uh, looking to raise $20,000 to help the Cocoa House in Schenectady. Uh, of course, Josh has formed uh, Cozy's Kids, and he helps bring kids to hockey games. Uh, he did that uh, a couple of years ago, and he's doing that again this year. But he's looking to uh, you know, raise his money to help uh, improve uh, the quality of life for t- uh, kids and teenagers in the Schenectady area. Here's my interview that I conducted last week with Josh Kosak. Well, Josh, uh, talk about the Cocoa House. Uh, how did you get involved with this project, and uh, what does it mean to you? Yeah, well, um, I've been working with Will from the Cocoa House uh, for two years, probably. Um, you know, when I first started Cozy's Kids, it was a matter of trying to find the right match of um, you know who I was going to work with um, and me and me and Will just kind of connected and um, we've built that relationship over the past two years so um, you know last year or first year um, it was strictly them coming to the games um, and I'd provide tickets meal vouchers transportation that kind of stuff and then last year with our season being canceled um, you know, I still wanted to do something, so that's why I did the Christmas fundraiser. Um, so I was able to raise 5000 last year. And then this year, um, you know, I wanted to combine kind of the things I've been doing the past two years. So they still come to the games um, and all that kind of stuff. And then we're still doing the Christmas fundraiser. But this year is a little different. Um, the backstory behind it, Will grew up in the house to the left of the cocoa house um and they're rehabbing that entire building to turn it into like a teen entrepreneurial center where uh, kids can go after school to to learn and grow and um you know have access to things that they probably wouldn't have access to um if this center wasn't available to them so um i have a target goal of raising twenty thousand dollars this year 15 of that will be towards the teen center um you know, have like a Cozy's Kids Lounge, a, a place where they can go and just relax and, um, you know, have some computers and TV and stuff like that. Just give them something to do after school. And then the other 5000 plus um, will be towards the Christmas presents. Yeah, you're looking to go, your goal is to raise $20,000 this year. Um, is that realistic? Yeah. Um, you know, I have a very uh, generous union alumni that has agreed to match. Um, every dollar raised up to ten thousand. So if I raise ten thousand on my own, um, he'll donate another ten thousand. So that's why we agreed that ten thousand or twenty thousand is a um, reachable target, just based on what I did last year, raising fifty two hundred, and um, you know what I've learned from that side of it, and you know the support that Steve and Dominique are giving me this year. I think it's a very very reasonable target to hit. Yeah. 
Um, you mentioned you know, the house in this teen center. I mean, how important is it for this area to have that kind of uh, uh, place for teens to go to? Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, I was very lucky to grow up where I grew up, and those resources were so easily available to me. Um, but, you know, not every kid has that opportunity, um, and especially in this area. Um, you know, I want to give, even though I'm not from the area, I want to give those kids that opportunity where they can um, fulfill their dreams and um, feel important and, you know, better themselves if those opportunities aren't there. And I know Will does everything he can for them uh, to put them in the best situation to succeed. And, you know, I'm just happy that I um, can help them in any way I can. Looking at this, um, you know, the note Dominique gave me, uh, and that's Dominique, Dominique's the hockey SID here at Union. Um, if you meet the $20,000 goal, goal, you're going to uh, plans on a $15,000 going to this renovation of the lounge area and 5000 towards Christmas presents for the kids in the Tri-City area. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of just what I alluded to. Um, you know, if we raise more than 20000 great, but I think that's like our direct target. Um, and with that 15000 like I said, it'll be – this this place or this house is completely gutted, so it'll take care of all the construction costs, and then also kind of set up a nice little lounge area for them to to hang out after school and stuff. How much satisfaction do you get from doing this uh, this work? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a very humbling experience. Um, prior to union, um, you know, I never really saw myself doing this kind of stuff. And then when everything started back in 2019 with uh, Patrick Toner, the the kid from Dartmouth, um, I just realized, you know, being at Union, um, I'm so grateful and I'm so lucky to have this opportunity and no one, um, you know, has this opportunity. So I, I felt it was needed to kind of do everything I can to help put somebody else in a good situation as well. Because um, a lot of these kids, um, you know, those they don't they don't even think about these dreams of going to college or even high school. Um, you know, their past um, don't necessarily, um, I guess, pave the best way for them. And um, you know, I've taken a lot of stuff that Will has taught me about what these kids kind of go through and why they are the way they are. And um, you know, I just putting them in the best situation where they can believe that, you know what, I can get a university degree, I can get a college degree, um, I can be successful in whatever they want to do, I can start my own business. Um, it's instilling that confidence in them to, you know, be the best um, version of themselves and to not sell themselves short. And um, that's why it's so important to provide them with these resources um, so they do have that opportunity that, um you know, not every kid has. So coming from where I came from and it's stuff that you never thought wouldn't be there, stuff that, you know, I thought was second nature and that stuff was always there for me, um, you know, returning home from school and, you know, if I needed a tutor, my parents would get me a tutor or like an, an after school meal. I never had to think about that stuff, but it's something that these kids don't even think about because um, it's, it's not always there. And, um, you know, Will feeds these kids after school and provides them with that stuff. So now creating this teen center, um, it'll help them, you know, expand their brains and expand their opportunity and, and see what else is out there. Um, so, yeah, I'm so excited for it.
You mentioned the Dartmouth. Uh, can you give me a little background on that? Yeah, so Patrick, uh, he is referred to by dude. That's what his parents call him. <laughs> um, so it was Dartmouth my sophomore year. Uh, oh, so I guess it was three years ago now. But uh, I was just first went out for warm-ups, just like standing in the tunnel. And, um, you know, I saw him standing there, um, kid with special needs, and I just started chatting to him. Um, you know, he had a huge impact on me, like instantly his smile. I just saw how happy he was to be at the game. And just before every period, I would chat to him and his mom, just like say hello and um, are you excited for the game? Just small talk. And then um, I gave him a puck after warm-ups and I guaranteed him a win. And thankfully we won. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, you know, I just kind of thought that was it. And then a couple weeks later, his mom reached out to President Harris just saying, like, the the impact I had on him and, um, you know, how happy he was to, like, feel loved and um, like he was somebody else and um, that they're union fans for life. Um, it, it, it meant the world to me. And then I just kind of did some more thinking of, you know, if I did this small gesture of giving a kid a puck at a hockey game, how much more can I really do for other people? Um, and that's where I really started thinking of um, this Schenectady community. And that's when eventually I met Will with the Cocoa House and Union College connection. Um, and then, yeah, like it's the smallest things can make the biggest impact on people. Um, and that's what I've learned from throughout all of this. Where can people uh, donate to help this cause? Yeah, so... Um, like I said, the fundraiser will be launched on Monday. Um, it'll be on all my social media platforms. It'll be all on the Union Athletics, all that kind of stuff. Um, so there'll be a link directly to the fundraiser. Um, and then you can it's simple. You can click that, read the story, and then whatever, donate 25 500 whatever you think is necessary. And all the support is uh, greatly appreciated. What are your social media platforms? You know, Twitter or Instagram? Let yeah. people know where they can find you. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. What are, what's your address? Uh, my Twitter is just at Josh Kozak, and then my Instagram is jkozak27. Well, Josh, appreciate a few minutes talking about this uh, great cause you're doing, and I appreciate it a few minutes. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for doing the story. I appreciate it. At the time of this taping of the podcast, a total of $3,425 has been raised. If you'd like to donate, go to www.flipcause.com slash secure slash cause underscore P details slash MTM0NTU4. Coming up, I'll speak with Tom Richter, the Union College freshman forward and son of Mike Richter. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most 
are here to stay. New York High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, I'm George Manius, president of the Albany Firewolves of the National Lacrosse League. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast. My next guest is Union Freshman Ford, Tom Richter. I talked with Tom back in early September as the team was getting ready for the season. Uh, Richter's have played in four games this year, has yet to pick up a point. And, of course, he is the son of uh, former New York Rangers Gold Center and Stanley Cup champion Mike Richter. I actually got to meet the Richters a few years ago when the uh, Union was having a prospects camp over the summer. Uh, I caught up with Tom, as I said, back in September. And uh, one of the first things I asked him was, was why did he become a goaltender like his father? We talked four years ago when you are here for the uh, prospect camp. Uh, at that time, did you think that you would be here at Union? Honestly, all along I did. Uh, ever since I stepped foot on campus for the first time here, just uh, something about the school grasped me. Um, loved it ever since, and kind of like from then on out, I was like, this is the school I want to go to. What did you learn about in that prospect camp? Um, honestly, there's just so many great players there um, from the get-go. And it was awesome just to play with those good players, learn as much as I can, and uh, take every day at a time and like hopefully try to get as good and big and strong as I can to hopefully one day be able to come here and play. When uh, the recruiting process started with Union, was that just like, you, you, did you talk to anybody else or was this like, yeah, we're just focused on Union? I mean, right from the get-go, like, Union showed uh, a lot of interest in me, like, uh, more or less early on. So, like, just like they have a special like place in my heart just from always like having a great relationship with them so uh like when i got the opportunity to come here like i jumped on it on a moment's notice uh obviously your your dad's mike richter uh was there ever any thought to you being a goaltender actually yes uh i started off as, as a goaltender i was uh probably five or six um however just how like young kid teams work uh i played forward because uh, there was a rotation and then fell in love with Ford and honestly never looked back. Uh, I don't know how my dad really feels about that, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, never looked back, and uh, it's been going great ever since. Okay, well, how much to talk, did, talking did you do with your dad about hockey and the recruiting process and uh, all that? I mean, he, he's been a great resource of help. Uh, I lean on him all the time just for advice and honestly just like a friend to talk to you through like the ups and downs. And uh, I, I love having him obviously in, in my corner and uh, he's helped me tr- tremendously. What are your expectations uh, starting your freshman year? Honestly, just take every day one at a time. Like we have great guys on our team, but a lot of high skill players. Um, so honestly, just learn as much as I can from the older guys because you guys have been through it. They've been through a COVID year, like, they're just so much more experienced than I am. So, learning from the older guys and just trying to get better every day. Yeah, you also, I mean, you played some games last season. You were able to get some games. And how important was it to be able to play a few games? Um, obviously, it was, it was amazing to play. And uh, really, uh, just never take anything for granted because, like, these older boys here, like, they, they never got to have a season. So, like, I was extremely grateful to be able to have a season, get some games in. Um, so, it was obviously really important, but, like, now, now that we have COVID maybe a little bit more at bay, we'd love to have a season and get things underway. What do you think you bring to the team? Honestly, I, I, I love distributing the puck, um, but high, high competing, just trying to make smart plays as much as I can, and honestly helping my team to do anything uh, to secure a win. We'll go around ECAC hockey in just a moment, here on the Parting Shots podcast. 
The pro football season is here, and it's time to play the Daily Gazette You Pick'em Football Contest. Predict the winners of the weekly games via your You Pick'em online account. The fan with the most correct points each week gets his or her name in the Daily Gazette on Thursday and wins a $100 ShopRite grocery card. The fan with the most overall points after 23 weeks wins a $1,000 travel voucher and could win a trip to Hawaii. For official rules, go to dailygazette.com slash football. The You Pick'em Football Contest is run by the Daily Gazette Advertising Department and not associated with the Daily Gazette Sports Department. Hi, this is Union Men's Hockey Coach Rick Bennett. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast, and let's look around ECAC hockey with some of the uh, games I want to highlight from the last weekend. Starting with uh, Quinnipiac, uh, the Bobcats trailed Arizona State 3-0 in the second period. But the Quinnipiac uh, Bobcats are one of the top teams in the country for a reason. They don't let a 3-0 lead or deficit uh, affect them at all. They came back with five unanswered goals to pull out a 5-3 victory over Arizona State. Uh, Quinnipiac ended up sweeping the two-game series down there in Hamden, Connecticut. Clarkson came out with a surprise victory over Harvard up at Potsdam, 6-2. Harvard led that game after the first period, 1-0, but Clarkson scored four goals in the second period, and it just took over the game from there. Uh, Harvard's travel partner, Dartmouth, pulled out a 3-2 win uh, over St. Lawrence across the way in uh, Canton in New York. And uh, in LIU, uh, Princeton LIU, Princeton wins 2-1. At first of a home-and-home, which uh, they went to Princeton the next day and played to a tie. Uh, Looking at Saturday's games, of course, uh, Union's 2-0 victory at Colgate. And we know for years how much Union has struggled at Colgate, especially at Star Rink, uh, the old uh, rink that uh, Colgate used to play in. Union only won by once or twice (laughs) in that old span before the, the Colgate moved over to the class of 1965 arena. Uh, but Union played its best game of the season. Uh, you know, Connor Murphy in goal, 34 saves, getting his first shutout as a member of the Dutchman. And he got some help in front of him with 17 block shots by his teammates. And if Union plays that way consistently throughout the season, they're going to hang be in some of these games. And if they, can, you know, they, they may not get the three or four or five goals in the game, but if they can hang in there, yeah, you know, get a couple goals and make life miserable for the opposition. I mean, they can make some uh, make some noise that way. Uh, that's maybe this may be the way they have to play right now until they, yeah, you know, figure out uh, the line combinations. And uh, I, I think they have some potential in freshman Colin Graff and uh, uh, Michael Hodge. But we'll see what happens uh, when they come back from their uh, first fi- trimester final exam break. Uh, unions off until next Saturday when they go to uh, Merrimack. The biggest really stunner of the weekend was Cornell's 11-3 victory over RPI at Lina Rink. Cornell scored uh, five first-period goals, and that game basically was over at that point. And they added three more in the second and three more in the third. Uh, senior forward Max Andreev scored four goals and had an assist in that game. Uh, just an unbelievable, stunning result that I don't think anybody saw coming. It was Cornell's first game with 11 goals since February 21st. 1979. I was a sophomore in high school back then down in uh, suburban Philadelphia. That's amazing. And the last time RPI gave up uh, 11 goals in a game was against Clarkson back in the 1997-98 season. So that was just just an incredible uh, performance by Cornell uh, on Saturday. Let's look ahead to this weekend. Just uh, four ECAC uh, games and 
St. Lawrence is at Princeton on Friday. Brown at Cornell. Clarkson at Quinnipiac. And Yale Colgate. RPI has a home-and-home with LIU. Uh, The engineers will host LIU on uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock and then go to Long Island on Saturday for an 8 o'clock start. And on Saturday, we see uh, St. Lawrence at Quinnipiac, uh, Clarkson at Princeton, Yale, Cornell, and uh, Brown at Colgate. A couple of weekday uh, games uh, coming up, too. Uh, ECAC action. Brown will travel to Harvard on Tuesday. And then uh, non-league action right on uh, Thanksgiving Eve as Yale will host Vermont. I'll be back to wrap up the podcast and have the latest winner in the Daily Gazette's You Pick em contest in just a moment. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 370,000 high school student athletes in New York have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about New York high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. What's going on, everybody? My name is Freddie Coleman, host of ESPN Radio's Freddie and Fitzsimmons, and you're listening to the Party Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Shot. To wrap up the podcast, the Week Ten winner in the Daily Gazette's You Pick 'Em Football Contest is Heidi Harwood of Latham. Heidi wins a $100 Shoprite gift card. Congratulations, Heidi! The VIP winner is Coltman Eastman of Emmerich Sales and Service. I'll be announcing the weekly winner of the You Pick'em contest, and that winner's name will appear in Thursday's Daily Gazette. If you'd like to play, go to dailygazette.com and click the You Pick'em logo. The NFL season is underway, and that means you can see my picks and where you can watch the games. Go to dailygazette.com slash category slash sports to see my picks and the TV listings. I was a horrible 4-9-1 in Week 10, and I am 86-63-1 on the season. If you'd like to play in the ECC Hockey Faceoff Selections, you can do so. I post my picks every Wednesday. And once I do, you can email your picks to me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. Keep checking out dailygazette.com and the print edition for the latest updates and news and sports on the coronavirus pandemic. I want to thank all the doctors, nurses, and first responders who are dealing with this pandemic. We appreciate the job you're doing in this difficult time. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, please do so. Do it for yourself, do it for your family, and do it for your friends. I just got my booster on Monday, and I feel great. That wraps up another edition of the Parting Shots podcast. I would like to thank Josh Kosak and Tom Richter for being on the show. If you have questions or comments about the podcast, email them to me at shot at dailygazette.com. Follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers. I'm Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. 
From the Party Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good hockey.